I want to start a podcast. Why? Because I've always wanted to have a podcast all about... Insert industry here. And use it to encourage people to buy my products. Does that sound like you? Is that what you're thinking now? Or is that what you've thought in the past and then found it didn't work out for you exactly as you expected? That's because you found your what. But the most successful podcasters have taken a step beyond that. They found their why. But what is a why? Hmm, let's find out. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnos Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. I'm a former radio morning show personality and radio producer. I'm also currently an award-nominated podcaster, podcasting producer, podcasting coach, business podcasting coach, corporate presenter, and speaker. None of those things are my why. They're what's. They're what I do and what I've done. And a what doesn't come from a place of passion. It comes from a place of function. To really succeed in anything, and not just podcasting, it's really important to establish a reason for doing stuff. Your why. For instance, let's talk about Brian. Hello. Brian is a car showroom boss. Chances are he's living a what? Yeah. That is, he gets up, does his household chores like making his kids breakfast and getting them to school so he can free himself up to get to work and motivate his team to sell his cars to his customers. Yep. That's a definite what. So, in that scenario, what is his why? My guess, it's probably something like Make money so that I can pay the bills and not have to force my wife to get a second job. That's really not a very inspiring goal to move towards, is it? And the chances are you won't ever move beyond that situation very quickly because there's nothing really enticing you towards greatness. Let's take that same chap, Brian, Hello again. And this time, let's improve his situation by trying to find him a new motivational why. Brian is still a car showroom boss, but now he's discovered his why. And what is it, Brian? I want to contribute to a more sustainable planet. Oh, okay. That's definitely not a throwaway why. So how are you going to strive to achieve that why, Brian? I'm only going to sell cars that run on zero emissions and work towards implementing good recycling schemes for my used car trade-ins. 
Brian exists. I've changed his name because he doesn't want his wife to know he's trying to stop her having to get a second job. They had a big row this morning, and now he's all f**k that b**** We digress. The point is, knowing your why is what can be the difference between you setting up a podcast that lasts a few episodes before you get bored by the lack of results, and starting a movement for change that uses podcasts as its platform and creates tremendous and enriching results. Look at some of the biggest podcasts on the planet. What is it about them that makes them so successful? Why does one particular podcast do really well, but another very similar one absolutely tanks? It's more than likely down to the why. You might think to yourself, this is all great in theory, Neil, but how does my why help my business's podcast become huge and successful? Well, to answer that, let's go back to Brian. Really? I'm busy, you know, selling some pretty decent zero emissions cars. Will this take long? Oh, hush, Brian. I'm helping you spread the message of your why here. Brian's why has led to him taking a decision that's changed his life. He realized that taking steps towards reaching his goals would be pointless if people didn't know about it. So, he started a podcast. It's called... Cleaner Emissions. Turn the key to a better future for our planet. Now, his why has become a very clear what. And that what has thousands of subscribers in his town. And he's getting thought leaders and decision makers from across the automotive industry on his show to help him bolster the message through their educational statements. As a direct result, other car showroom bosses in the surrounding area are realizing they're getting left behind so they too are exploring options for stocking more sustainable vehicles. And one or two are wanting to book guest spots on Brian's podcast so they can get exposure for their own businesses, which only helps Brian establish his position as a thought leader. Suddenly, Brian's wife doesn't have to get a second job. Thank God! Because Brian's profits have more than quadrupled as both a direct and indirect result of his podcast. Customers are coming from neighboring cities to buy from him as he now has a reputation for selling ethically in his showroom and for having a kick-ass podcast that they absolutely love listening to. And all of this was made possible by Brian's Why. Disclaimer, the aforementioned podcast is a fictional one that I've invented for the sake of proving a point. Don't get annoyed with me because you wanted to subscribe to it. But it is a great idea for a podcast, isn't it? Hey, car traders, you can have that one for free. If you want to start a podcast for your business and you want it to work for you, think firstly about your why. 
If you need help coming up with your why, book a free initial chat with me via my website. It's podnose, P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S dot co dot U-K. And please, I urge you, before you start recording a single word for your business's podcast, establish your why. Get together with your closest team members, make notes, come up with keywords, come up with your goals and establish your why. Your podcast likely won't work without it. Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. The Know, Like and Trust show with Brittany Gardner features guests talking about building a brand and making it visible. You can find it through Brittany's website, which is brittanygardner.com. Direct link to the episode in the show notes. But I love how the latest episode featuring Angie Trueblood is going to upset a lot of people on LinkedIn because it talks all about robotic pitches. There are the personal pitches I get and they're just wrong. And, you know, we can gracefully decline that. No big deal. Right. But then there's the mass pitches where I get an email and it's like, dear, no, like and trust show. And I'm like, cool. You should have some sort of like filter in your data aggregation that makes it very clear this isn't a person's name. It's not that hard. Or I'll get things to dear say hi, because my email address is say hi at BrittanyGardner.com. And I don't even read them. I delete them. Because if, if you're not going to take a few minutes to personalize, why should I even consider? Well, and when the the intro, like that greeting of the email is robotic. I actually have it in my Instagram handle, a hater of robotic pitches. But when you see that, you know that nothing else in that email is going to be specific to you, your show, or your audience's needs. It's just a boilerplate email that's going out to as many people as they can find with the hopes that something will stick. It's like throwing spaghetti, you know, up against a wall and seeing which pieces stick. And we all know LinkedIn is heaven for the master of the robotic pitch. Well, that's it for another episode of Your Business Needs a Podcast. But don't worry, episode six is on the way, and that one is all about effective podcast promotion and the danger of the iTunes chart lure. Until next time, see ya! Podnose Productions.